Welcome to Pleasant Ridge Today, the official podcast of Pleasant Ridge Waldorf School. I'm Robin Kotke. I'm David Levin. Hey, hey. Hey, hey. One week left. Oh, boy. Oh, my stars. Four and a half days, as we say. Right. Yeah. Oh. It's shocking how shocking it is. I know. <laughs> I mean, we know it's the same every year, but mm-hmm. still we're just like, oh, it can't be possible. But here we are. Here we are. So it has been really an epic few weeks around yeah. here. I know that the seventh grade is gearing up for their play next yep. week, The Tempest. And we just finished up the sixth grade play, The Yellow Brick Road. Okay, yeah. That was a Wizard of Oz story. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Did you get a chance to see it? I didn't. Dang. Is it fun? It was so good. Oh, boy. You know, Carrie Trevoranis has a oh. theater background. Oh, right. Yep. And uh, it was funny. It was clever. It's a story that we all know. And mm. so just there were, it was, you know what? You would have loved it because it was filled to overflowing with puns. Oh. Yeah. There was a trap door that Mari got to oh. melt into oh, and disappear. So good. She was the Wicked Witch. Oh, I mean, that would make world. sense. What a world. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Did she say that? Was that part of the line? What did she yeah. say? Here I go. Um, I don't I don't remember if she said what a world. You know, there was Dorothy. There were all of the usual suspects. The great Wizard of Oz was oh. Max Moon, um, who was a variety of, one was a huge puppet um, face that came out and then followed by, you know, as the wizard, of course, is being found out, you know, I think a, a sheep puppet comes out. I mean, it was just hilarious. I remember uh, really as a joke, I asked Frances, who played the flying monkeys? And she told me, I was like, mm-hmm. oh, my God, they had flying monkeys. Yeah. Oh, you can't do it without the flying I know. monkeys. I know. Yeah. And, you know, it was really funny because I had seen it a couple of times. I had a child in the play. And um, at one point, the the monkey king says, oh, my gorilla, you know. (laughs) (laughs) And I thought it was a funny line anyway, but it was only the last time that we saw it that I realized, like, oh, right, it's even more funny because he's the monkey king. They're monkeys. You know, I just, yeah, anyway, it was... It was so fun, That's and um, they they performed over at the Landmark Center, which of course is different. You know, usually the children will perform in their classroom. Last year, because of COVID, we did outdoor plays, um, and sometimes they also have them over at the um, old main building. Mm-hmm. But you know, around sixth grade, they get to go over to the big oh, stage. Oh, that's exciting! And so. Um, yeah, so congratulations to that class. The the third and fourth grade just wrapped up their play. They did Watership Down. Um, mm. Yeah, it's so fun that they do a play every year. It really is. I think mm-hmm. the only one I've seen was the eighth grade. I think I'm realizing now that I only go to the ones with children of family in them. That's probably not a good idea because I'm missing out on a lot of fun. Yeah, there's still time. Yeah. Yeah. Eighth so grade play was great, though. Yes. And I did really enjoy it a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the Pentathlon returned to Sugar Creek this year, and there was an overnight for the fifth grade students. Oh, how nice. I know. They just did one night this time. But then the sixth grade students got to go and help under Christina Goulian's yeah. direction and Miss Carey and you know a few other parents. Um, well, I know something about this, even though we're not allowed to go, because I got the pictures from Drew Shanka. Thank oh. you, Drew. Sure. And I'm in the process of thinning those out, going to post them, and they're so beautiful. Yeah. But yeah, so I saw a little bit of all the action. 
Sure. Yeah. Oh, just a major undertaking for this yeah. Greek feast. And um, and so then, of great. course, I'm sure that you saw the photographs of the children, like French waiters with their mm-hmm. towels over mm-hmm. their arms and serving the, the fifth graders, you know, because the sixth graders yeah. had that turn last year. And Peter was there this year, too, as a Oh, yeah. A and so was Ada. From the, yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh, I love the pentathlon. Mm-hmm. It's so nice to have it back. It really is. And, you know, last year was so special. Even though it was so much smaller, this this year I think it what it wasn't back to its full, um, full fledged pentathlon that we've known in more recent years. You know, like with five different Waldorf schools. I think there was only one other Waldorf school there mm-hmm. this time. Um, but definitely returning to the more traditional pentathlon that that Pleasant Ridge students are yeah. are accustomed to. What a beautiful experience that is! It's, <laughs> yeah, it's really one of the peak ones. It, it is, and I, I just wasn't prepared for that. And so this year, of course, um, for those who don't know, um, when the fifth grade is uh, going to embark on their um, pentathlon, all of the upper grade students put on their city-state shirts and gather in the hall, and even the first graders come out, mm. and then the, the fifth graders sing Glorious Apollo, um, and then they run through the halls just slapping the hands of everybody you mm-hmm. know like just this amazing send-off and and I, I've always thought that was just so fun to be a part of but because my oldest child was able to participate in the pentathlon last year this year I knew what that was going oh, to mean for those yeah. children and those families and how how you do come back after a rite of passage like that changed you know yeah and um and so I just I ugly cried Oh, no, it's <laughs> right in the hall, and um, and then to be able to go and and help serve the feast was really fun. But yeah, yeah, yeah you know, um, Amber Biver was here today, um, for her PFC meeting, and she was remembering her fifth grade pentathlon. Wow! And guess who the teacher was? Oh, I don't know, Miss Letty. Oh, I know who who must have been twelve at the time, <laughs> <laughs> right? That's so, funny. um. Yeah, that was, and so she got to see her oldest yesterday oh, in the nice. pentathlon. And then I think one of the most beautiful things is, is when they, you know, at the end when the witnesses come and then they read the the really individualized strengths that they saw in each mm-hmm. child. They're so spot on and it's just, you know, uh, so sad to remember back to my own report cards that I would get that, you know, had four possibilities, <laughs> you know, excellent, um, above average average needs improvement and I think one was unacceptable maybe there were five which is really that is not an assessment really at all because you know I mean I suppose there were parent-teacher conferences but not like this I think about the end of year reports yeah and how how truly seen our children are you know when they're striving and and just that that kind of support is is so special. It really is. And so it's I'm just remarkable. feeling particularly lucky again this week, as crazy as it's been with all of the things happening, um, you know, end of the year milestones and throughout the world and, you know, whatnot. I just realized, you know, wow, we're so, this is, this is really special. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, let's see. Uh, as we speak, the big friendly circle is gathering. Mm-hmm. Um that's, you know, bound to be a new series. Yeah. Um, they're over at the school. Maybe I'll join them if we finish up here talking about, you know, books that have given you pause and made you stumble with your children. Mm. Um, c- any come to mind for you? And by that, do they mean books that you 
sort of regret reading with your children? They brought up things that maybe you weren't ready to discuss yet? Well, it could be something that's cringy. Like what comes to mind for me is maybe with the Little House on the Prairie books, you know, there's something where there's there's an older reference that is absolutely not okay. You know, so it could be that. It could be that the child asks a question that maybe you're not prepared to answer. It could just be a story that that you think, this is a terrible message, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think we had any like that. Oh, okay. Not books. I mean, I, I, we still joke about how frequently we would think, oh, I love that movie. We've got to watch that movie, an older oh. movie. And all of a sudden you sit down your kids like, oh, my God, what was I thinking? <laughs> Either it was a terrible movie or it was ter- inappropriate and out of so date. So inappropriate. And like, oh, jeez. Oh. Yeah. So we don't, even, we don't even do it anymore. We had quite a few cringy moments with those. Yeah, things that you just that you don't remember that that has happened to us often. There have been a few, you know, there have been a few books for us. I mean, one that you know, one that I actually haven't read as a parent, but Sean Lavoy, I just saw him in the hall. Uh, I said, yeah, the one for me is the Giving Tree. Like the message in that. Remember that oh, one? Oh, that's a dark. Yeah, and yeah. I was like, I don't know how I feel about that. Um, I used to love it as a kid, and then I started to not love it so much. But I now that I think about it, I don't think that I've read that to my children. Oh. And I wonder if, as a parent, I would feel the same. Hmm. Interesting. This is way back. This is early enough, like they couldn't read or anything. But I specifically remember with Peter. I don't remember what the book was, but it was one of the... Oh, I think it was Go Dog Go, which <laughs> can be a long book. <laughs> So, like, before he had it memorized, I would just go every other page (laughs) just to save some time because that was, like, I got the joke. (laughs) And he he never found out? I don't remember him noticing that one. Okay, that's good. Later he would have, have, but this was was like toddler time. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Shirking our... The things um, we do to I just make survive. It. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Anyway, I'm, I'll be excited to hear what you know. Some of the things that came up in this conversation. Um, anyway, there will be more, more big friendly circles to talk about these very things. And and how do you how do you navigate that? Because sometimes things come up and you don't want to ignore it. Yeah. You know, it just it's you know time to have a conversation. And um, if you know that other people have navigated something in a particular way, then it just gives us pointers for when we find ourselves in awkward. Yeah. Situation. That's a great conversation. Big friendly circle. Big friendly circle. Should we look at the calendar? I think so. Okay. What's coming up? I do. I do have one question about the circle. Yeah. Before we jump in there, and if I'd read all this, I might know the answer already. But I'll just ask you because you know everything. No. Which is, uh, this is the first one. But is it the is it happening over the summer or is they just just this one pick it up again next school year? The circle conversation. I think it's going to pick up again next school year. That makes sense. Okay. If it's different, we'll keep you posted. Great. All right. Upcoming events. Not that many because we only have five days left. May 23rd and 24th is the grade 7 class play. May 24th, 26th, the grade 2 class play. Date change. Heads up. May 27th, last day of school with a noon dismissal. May 27th, also closing day assembly and celebration to follow. And the graduation. Yikes, one week from today. I know. And do you know what we're going to be doing about this time one week from today? I don't. We're going to be having an ice cream social. Who's we? The whole school. Oh. So we didn't put details in yet. And, you know, it may change a little bit, but we are uh, in conversations about how to celebrate the last day of school. 
last year we had gelato. The year before that, we did not have a celebration mm. um, because that was 2020. And yep. then prior to that, we've had um, a whole picnic. Oh, yeah, yeah. The last day of school picnic. And then it's just kind of a wild place because then you're also getting ready. Everybody's getting ready for graduation that evening for the eighth grade. And um, so we'll see some more of that. But right now we are still uh, in conversations about do we do a full picnic? Um, numbers are high. Maybe we just maybe we just do an ice cream social. So it's a step above gelato because there would be toppings. Oh. Yeah. Are we not allowed to put toppings on gelato? Well, sure, we could. I mean, maybe it will just be gelato with toppings. A gelato but social. A gelato social. Hmm. Either one's good with me, if you're wondering. Okay, yeah. Um, so anyway, uh, we will be sending out information very soon about that. Just know that it's in the works, and like come it. what may, it will involve iced cream. And of course, you know, uh, in an effort to be inclusive of those among us who are dairy-free and vegan, we will have an alternative yeah that's still icy none mm -hmm. all right another thing we'll be doing this week hopefully is stopping by the lost and found table in the school lobby all lost and found items will be displayed on a table in the lobby beginning this coming week parents are welcome to come take a look and collect your child's belongings that have found their way to our overflowing lost and found bin it's already out, and today I saw people exclaiming as they went past, oh, you know, uh, yeah, yeah. because, you know, in that bin, it just gets buried. But today it was all laid out there. Ashley, our office manager, put it all out there so nicely, and so things are already finding their way home. Fun. Yes. The school calendar is available, and you may download it right from the Lunchbox Express. You will find that it's pretty similar to this current year's calendar, although spring break has been switched back to the week following Easter. If you have any questions or feedback regarding the calendar, please reach out to PRWS Administrator Jordan Brudas. Personnel update. Welcome Aaron Erkelins. Please help us welcome Aaron Erkelins to the PRWS faculty and community. Aaron has accepted the position of Eurythmy teacher for the 22-23 school year, and we couldn't be more excited. Aaron comes to us originally from Fort Wayne, Indiana, and has traveled throughout the nation and across oceans, gathering knowledge and experience along the way. With Eurythmy training from the UK's Parador Center for the Arts, as well as New York's Eurythmy Spring Valley, Erin brings a breadth of experience and knowledge from her work in formal Waldorf settings, as well as homeschool communities. Most recently, Erin led the charge as a first to fifth grade homeschool teacher in Calais, Vermont, where she taught all subject areas. Erin's love of Eurythmy and enthusiasm for building Eurythmy program are palpable, sure to serve her well in this new role. Her husband Jan and their two children will be joining our community as well. Adelante will be in sixth grade, and Sayana will be in the third grade. I hope I pronounced those properly. Welcome, Erin and family. Hmm. PRWS is hiring. Join our dedicated faculty and staff. We have multiple openings for the 22-23 school year kindergarten assistant, a morning position, as well as an afternoon position, as well as a movement assistant. For more information regarding employment opportunities or for an application, you can uh, obtain that right from the Lunchbox Express, or you can reach out to Jordan Brudas. Reminder, pick up your copy of the PRWS directory. Just in time to make summer plans with PRWS families and friends, a copy of the 21-22 school directory has been placed in each family's mailbox adjacent to the main office. 
This version does not include the parent handbook or local business directory as in usual years. However, both will be included in the 2223 version that will be in your hands early this fall. To access the parent handbook in the interim, please visit the parent portal on the PRWS website. Special thanks to Brendan Froschel for helping prepare our school directory again this year. Thank you, Brendan. Oh, you know what I love about Fridays? I don't. They're just, it's a great pizza day. A pizza day? Yeah. So there's a new gig in town at the Sittin' Pretty Farm. They have pizza night fundraisers. This is exciting. Friday nights from 5 to 8 p.m. starting June 3rd and running through October 14th. You can head on out to Sittin' Pretty Farm and have wood-fired pizzas made from scratch with locally sourced ingredients, including a generous donation of Rhythm Bakery sourdough as well as a non-gluten alternative. That's going to be delicious. You've had their pizza, right? I don't know oh, where I've wow. had it. Well, over at Magpie Gelato, they um, do it every Thursday. They do a pizza night. I haven't had one of those yet. Oh, and they make the sourdough bread that's really oh. out of this world. So folks can order online. Um, there will be some limited walk-in availability. There will be some bar offerings. And there will be banquet seating. Uh, you can also bring a picnic basket. This sounds like the perfect summer it Friday really evening. Nice. Sunset walks along the ridgetop. So the invitation is open to all. Come out and take in Sit and Pretty's Farm curation of old farm machinery, trucks, lily pond, permaculture gardens, and rustic building designs on the wood's edge. So each night they'll work with local charities and nonprofits, and $500 of each night's proceeds will go to that particular nonprofit. I see. Yeah. There will be music. Looks like Tim Eddy, Paul Fairchild, Neil Knudsen, all these names that we know. Different organizations will benefit from Friday Night Pizza. That's a win-win all across the board. All across the board. Mm-hmm. Love pizza. Mm-hmm. Sounds like a beautiful area. Live like music. Live music. Lily Pond. Lily Pond. Not just any Lily Pond, but a curated Lily Pond. I don't know what that means. I'm excited about a, a Lily Pond. Is I mean, what says summer like a Lily Pond? So curated or not, I'm in. We're in. Mm-hmm. Maybe not literally in. <laughs> but maybe. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the seventh grade plant sale continues. Hey, friends, we're rooting for you. Oh, oh They've wow. really been digging for yes, the puns out there. They really have. The seventh grade plant sale continues. There's a greenhouse full of beautiful plants that are taking off with the summer weather. So stop by whenever you want and leave your payment for the class of 2023 in the jar. We have lots of sweet and hot peppers, tomatoes, broccoli, kale, herbs, flowers, and more. Tell your friends. Hey, guess what? What? The seventh grade is having a plant sale. It continues. (laughs) (laughs) fell for it. I know, I know. I'm sorry. Okay. Really, they still have some really sweet offerings. I am going to make a beeline over there today and get some more plants. Excellent. I'm kind of a crazy plant lady. Leave your money in the jar. I can tell that. It's true. Yeah. Okay. We like crazy plant ladies in the seventh grade. Great. Okay. It's not too late to sign up for Art Sprout Summer Camp for children 8 through 12 who can ride a bike. June 6 through 10 from 9 a.m. to noon. This is an adventure camp. Um, you can join Vicki Ramsey for games, drawing exercises. You'll learn how to draw from life and biking adventures. of The safe getting from here to their kind. The fee is $125. That's a bargain, um, plus supply fees if needed. 
every day you'll gather at the Landmark Center and then bike as a group off to a new place each day. Campers bring their own snack and bike helmets are required. Please contact Vicki Ramsey um, at 608-606-3760 to register. Nice. And that might be the last item for the season, Robin. Oh, yeah. It's been fun. It's been fun. All right. Thanks, Listen, Robin. Folks, thanks, everybody, for listening. And have a great summer. Please be in touch. We always welcome your ideas. Sometimes we get tired of hearing ourselves talk, and we sure would love to talk to others, you know, like you. Yeah. I like talking to you, too, though, David. And I with you, Robin. Yes, well, thank you. No, it's lovely. All right. Well, be well, friends. Happy summer.